Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of STR Conversations, hosted by myself, Jasper Rivers, and Eric Muller. Every Friday, we release a new episode where Eric and I have an organic conversation and discuss what's happening in the short-term rental industry and share what we're learning in our hosting businesses and through working with the thousands of students that go through our coaching programs. So this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you skill your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations so you can free up your time and become the CEO of your business instead of the manager. And that allows you to focus on high-level tasks that really move the needle in your business and allow you to grow. And we do that by giving you the systems and teaching you how to build a team so you can actually delegate all those lower level tasks. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com slash X. That is strlegends.com slash X. You are listening to an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast hosted by Jasper Rivers and Eric Miller. So let's dive in. Get paid for your pad. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Get Paid for Your Pad. It is Friday, so it's time for SCR Conversations with your hosts, Jasper Rivers and Eric Muller. What's up, Eric? What's up, dude? I like all the I like all the logos and all the things you got in, in your new background. I'm digging it. Yeah. Repping the game. I'm about to order a camera that you recommended. So yep. it's gonna look even better next time uh we record probably. So yeah, we're we have a lot going on, man. We have so <laughs> much going on. We're probably buying a new hotel yeah. that we talked about last week. Yeah, we're gonna give an update on. We just launched the fifth class of legends X that's going to start on October 17th. That's right. Super awesome. We just started our last class, but we are doing now we're doing more classes now because people are, there's so much demand for these classes and and people really want to join. So we decided to throw the next class in October. You are coming down to Panama in two weeks for our offsite. There's so much to talk about. Yeah, man. I tell you what though, like the, the more that we accomplish at a higher level, like talking about this stuff in the moment sounds like a lot. And I know it is a lot, but we typically get everything done that we set out to get done, which is awesome. But man, I love like when I, when I'm, sh- I don't want to use the word stress. Cause I don't feel stressed. I don't know if you feel stressed. Do you No. 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 Yeah. I, I don't feel stressed with any of this stuff, which is amazing. Cause like in the early stages of, you know, all my other previous businesses, I, I was always super stressed when I was like the hectic coast, super stressed all the time. But with all this stuff that we have going on, I don't feel stressed. I just feel, I feel like everything that we're setting out to do is completely possible to accomplish, but I'm constantly asking myself, like, how do I simplify our approach? How do we get bigger results with less effort? put into these things? How do I work smarter, not harder? Because previously I would just like kind of brute force my way through all this stuff. But now I'm like actively carving out more time of 
white space on my calendar to think and like get stuff done. And dude, I, I'm also finding myself being drawn to people in the world that are doing outrageous amount of things right at a high level. Elon Musk, I always say it on our team calls. I'm like at the end of like doing an update for the whole team of what we're working on. I'm like, guys, at the end of the day, we're not trying to colonize Mars <laughs> and dig tunnels under Vegas and do all these things that he's doing so we can accomplish this stuff. So yeah, like Elon Musk, Kevin Hart and all the businesses that he's building, Tim Kennedy and all the stuff that he's doing. Like I'm so drawn to those people because they, we all have the same amount of time to achieve mm -hmm. the things that we want to achieve in life. Like every single human being has 24 hours in their day, right? It's all about how we leverage that time, how we leverage the people around us, how we leverage the decisions that we make. And man, I just love being in this position because yeah. when, when we, we're not pressured like this, man, like I'm not, I feel like I'm not growing and I'm not doing the best work possible. And I freaking love it. I love what we're doing overnight success. And in between trying to buy this hotel, which is freaking exciting and raising money for free wild. And so let's talk about all the things, man. Let's get into it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to hear an update on the hotel. We talked about this last week, right? Yeah. But I know you, you have some updates on that. So let's, let's dive into that. What's going on. Yeah. So super simple. I mean, you kind of refresh for everyone is, you know, we, we've been working what's called the property abundance plan, which is one of the last things that we teach in, in the legends X program of the scale pillar. And through that long story short, met a real estate agent who was selling a hotel in a neighboring town. I met him a few months ago, but I consistently reaching out to him, updating him what we wanted to buy. Well, he found a couple of sellers that are in a position to sell their hotel. It's a nine unit hotel right down the block from our other property, which is really exciting. And they have to sell and it's in a position where it's an off-market deal. So this means that they're not on the open market. They're not you know, going through the whole process of trying to market it to the world, trying to get a ton of offers and, you know, Luckily to us, time is not their friend. They want to they want to move as fast as possible through this situation, right? So we we brought the knowing that we brought a solution to them. What we did is we made an offer on the property, and it was our highest and best. And I said, "Hey, let's not waste any time. This is the absolute max that we can go on this property." We were kind of battling: do we offer? few hundred thousand dollars less and trying to get it for a little bit less. And I'm like, Hey, even if we bought this for a hundred thousand dollars less, it's not going to impact the property at a huge, huge level. So let's just go in a highest and best. So we submitted that. Luckily, both owners or all the owners, there might be more than two, the owners of the property, all parties loved the offer, which was amazing. And not just the price, but the fact that we're all cash acquiring all cash that we will move fast on the purchase, that we will be taking over all the assets 100% as is. They also love, I gave a whole update on, on the vision of Freewild. So that's another thing that you know I think business owners, if you're trying to acquire, even if you're in the rental arbitrage model and you're trying to take on properties, you have to sell yourself. You have to, as a leader, you have to sell the vision of what you're building. So that's what I did. I gave them an update of what we're doing with Free Wild and where I see their property fit into the overall vision, the whole thing. And they freaking loved it. 
and are really aligned with what's capable of that property. So yeah, man, it was awesome. Got a call from the owners over the weekend. We had some some deep conversations about that. They Googled us, found out what we did and cold called us to find out mm-hmm. if we we're the real deal. So yeah, where we're at now, I just got off the phone prior to this podcast. We're still in negotiation phase, but it looks like that our offer is going to get accepted in the next day or so um, from all the parties. And then from there, we move into the due diligence process, which for us is essentially property inspections, right? Is this property good? Any major issues, any environmental issues, any liens on the property, stuff like that, which, you know, is not the funnest process, but it means that we're leaning towards a purchase, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I I learned through our first purchase and, and now again is like, People who sell these things, they're not just interested in the in the price, right? There's a lot, there's a lot of other things that that take part in that decision or like, you know, you mentioned the cash, but also also like they're they they want to know what you're gonna do with it. Yep. That's important to them too, which is something that I didn't realize that when we were first getting into, you know, making plans of buying these things. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, people are emotionally attached to real estate. You know, that's like one of the first things that I learned one of my earliest mentors taught me is like, don't ever get emotionally attached to a piece of real estate when you're buying, when you're selling or when you own real estate is an investment. Don't get attached to it because that's where the challenges uh, arise. Right. So, you know, in this case, they had a vision of what they wanted to do with the property. They started working on that vision, but they're now in a situation where they have to move on from this property and they see us as an opportunity to take their vision to a next level and bring something unique to to the property and um yeah it was really cool it was really cool to to feel that so obviously real estate's all relationship driven too and if you can build relationships with the people that you're trying to buy the real estate from it it makes the process easier now yeah. the challenge that i see is in this business, which is different from all the other real estate I purchased, is more times than not, you have a business attached to the real estate, right? So when we did the an- analyzing the property or the, the deal, we analyzed the, the, the numbers on the actual real estate itself, right? Mm-hmm. But essentially, there's two assets at the end of the day. You have the real estate and you have the business that has all the assets, right? This could be direct booking websites, your OTA profiles, your list of guests, previous guests, right? All this stuff, marketing assets, all these things, right? Now we did the numbers on the property, not valuing the business. Now where the challenge is coming, where I see a potential challenge is coming is the negotiations between the value of the real estate and the value of the business. Do we see the business being valuable at all or are we going to come in here, buy the property, dissolve whatever's there, like we're doing with Strawberry Creek, mm-hmm. and just roll it into our existing systems and everything else? So is the business around the property actually valuable, right? Yeah. And now that becomes a conversation and a negotiation point, you know, because there's tax advantages of selling the business versus selling the real estate and all this other stuff, right? right? Yeah. Which I'm learning now on this current deal. Yeah. It was the same for our last purchase too, right? We were buying these different lots and the business and they, they were very particular about like the the amounts, how the amounts was, was structured. Yeah. 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 Obviously tax tax advantages that way for the, for the seller. 
But we have to be very careful. And I mentioned this to the agent is that like when we bought our previous property, that was at the height of the seller's market, right? Where we're like, all right, whatever it takes to buy this property, we're going to, we're going to buy it. Right now we're, we're not in that situation anymore where we have to be that concerned like the scales have tipped more towards the buyer and the buyer's market. Right. So it's like, we have to, and then you also have to look at this and this is really for, you know, people that are buying hotels or buying short-term rental real estate that has a business attached to it, short-term rental management and company or brand attached to it. Is that business profitable? Right. At the end of the day, is that business, does that business, are the books clear? Is there any fraud involved in that? Mm-hmm. Right. Do they actually have assets that, that you want to acquire? Right. For us, I don't know if we had, if there is anything that we want to acquire, they have really good OTA reviews. They've been around for a, for a while. They have a direct booking website that they do a lot of bookings off of. But at the end of the day, how valuable is that to us? So are they going to come back and say like, hey, actually 1.9 for the real estate, but we want 100,000 for the business. Well, okay. You know, do we, does that even work for us? Right. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, because we just might roll, we're going to roll all this into our existing systems at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how valuable that would be. I mean, having a list of past guests, you know, that's valuable, but yeah, it's kind of questionable how valuable it's going to be because we're building, we have our own guest avatar, we have our own brand that we're building, you know? So yeah, it's it's probably, I could totally see how they might think it's a it's a more valuable assets than than we think it is. And listen, man, like this, this becomes a lesson for us as we build FreeWild because, you know, this past weekend I, I had a uh, conversation with a good friend of mine, potential investor of ours, for free wild on the vision of it. And he asked me, he's like, Hey, what's 20 years look like? What's 30 years look like? What, what, what's the end goal of this whole thing? What's, what's the exit? It, you know, how do I get my money back out of this? How do I get my return? You know, stuff like that. And I was like, well, listen, you know, at the end of the day, we're building two things. We're building a real estate portfolio, beautiful properties, all around the world over the next, you know, five to 10 years, we're going to be acquiring even plus 20 years, acquiring these properties all around the world. So our wealth is being developed through the holdings company, the real estate company, but we're also building this operational brand, the, the free wild brand that has the, the marketing, the customer base, the, the culture that comes along with the actual brand itself that will be managing our properties. And that's where the team will be the whole thing. Right. But as I'm going through this current negotiation, I'm making, I'm realizing I'm like, Oh, you have to build something that is actually valuable for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Right. So for us, if they actually had team members in place that have been running the business and that we could just seamlessly take this thing over and their team is running it and they're trained and there's training assets and systems in place, all this stuff. Okay. Well, now that's different. That's a different negotiation versus saying a booking website and some OTAs and a a guest list. Like, yeah, that's valuable. But at the end of the day, once we go in there with the rebrand and the redesign, like, are they actually our guest avatar that we're looking for, for, Mm -hmm. for this brand? And like, how long will it take us to rebuild that? So for free wild, we have to approach from day one. How do we acquire, how do we develop both sides of the business, the real estate side, to, to be sellable and then the brand side 
to be sellable because we don't want to be yeah. in this position 20 years from now when we're asking to sell free wild for you know 500 million dollars we have to justify where where that where that price is coming from you yeah. know i like that big number yeah i'm I've putting read. that out there i'm stating <laughs> that for the universe i don't want to go too low <laughs> didn't want to go too high i think half half a billion is half a billy that's a good number right there half a billy yeah yeah i mean it's you know anything is possible like you always say, like we're not trying to colonize Mars. Right. And we were just talking about this on our team call, right? We have a core value, believe beyond. And every month on our team call, we, we go through our core values and we, you know, we, we explain what they mean. And, you know, that, that's one that's been on our mind recently, right? Be, believe beyond, like believing that something's possible. I remember Steve Jobs, I think once time said, in order to change the world, you have to be crazy enough to believe that you can. Yep. Right. I love that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. You know, we, we just, you know, we heard about somebody else today that are just doing some crazy numbers, you know, behind the scenes, just like doing some crazy, crazy numbers. And we're like, my first thing is like, oh, wow, the bar has been set. Right. Or actually the bar has been risen to that level because we thought it was set. And now it's just like, he pushed it to the next level. And this was like some insider information that we found out about his business. We're like, holy crap, this is freaking awesome. Cause yeah. that opens up so much opportunity for us. Right. But now like with, with free wild, it's like, okay, the lessons that we're learning now, just buying this one boutique hotel, we're already attaching. And this is one thing that I, I noticed with a lot of our Legends X students in the beginning are not doing. The, the typical head to coast, they're not attaching the lessons that they're going through now to how it will impact them in the future. They get lost in the reactive, putting out the fire situation now. How is this affecting me now? And that's what they're living in versus us going through this lessons, I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. Yes, I got to solve this problem now. But also, I'm looking to build something that is going to be sellable one day, right? Free wild. It's like, how do how do we sell a free wild brand for half of you know $500 million? Like, okay, that's a hell of a goal. Is that possible? Yes. Right. Okay, cool. Well, what the experiences I'm going through now, how can I shape that? How can I implement that into my future goal? Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think that's one thing that I'm going through now that I'm just like super excited about is every challenge that's coming up. I'm just looking at that as an opportunity to solve, solve it for the future. So yeah. we have something that's bigger and more valuable and, and cash driven and all of that. Well, one thing that you mentioned, I think is very powerful. Like we all have 24 hours in the day. If there was one thing that somebody like Elon Musk does different than everybody else that enables him to build these these giant businesses and not just one like multiple right like what would be that one thing do you think man this is uh i i think i think it's two things i think it's incredible people and incredible work ethic i think it's the, the combination of those two right mm. and i think it because again when it this weekend when i was sitting with you know a good friend of mine who has built these incredible companies, incredible brands. And it's such an inspiration to see. I'm talking to him about Freewild and I'm like picking his brain on, you know, like, how do I, this is the vision. This is what I want to do. How do we actually do this? And I'm asking him like, Hey, if we raise some money from seed and we put it over here, you know, does it make sense to invest it in this part or to invest it over here? 
And what I took away from that conversation was like, if he were to invest, you know, a million, $2 million into free wild SC capital, right. At the end of the day, he, he wants to see us invest into world-class people and developing a world-class product. Right. So maybe it's three things, incredible people, incredible products, incredible work ethic, mm-hmm. right. At the end of the day. And like those people that I've, I've been talking about that I've been looking up to recently, most recently is uh, Elon Musk, Kevin Hart, and Tim Kennedy. Like those, those three individuals, I'm just like, I'm just watching what they're doing, observing, reading their books, listening to their podcasts. Like whenever they speak or put something out into the world, I'm just absorbing it because I'm trying to understand that question, you know, along with many other questions, but I'm trying to understand that. It's like, how are they doing this? Like, you know, like Kevin Hart just opened up a brand new restaurant. Right. And he's got another book coming out. He's doing a world tour and all the other stuff that he's doing. Tim Kennedy, he just wrote a book called Scars and Stripes. And I just read that thing. And, you know, this man is running five different businesses. He's a elite army special forces military guy, and he's a UFC fighter. And the question that someone asked him is like, how do you do that? And he's like, the one thing that you can't ask me or the one thing that you can't say to me is that you don't have enough time. Like when people Mm -hmm. complain about doing something, I don't have time to work out or I don't have time to, you know, you know, build the business or whatever it is. He's like, the one thing that you can't say to me is that you don't have enough time because we all have time. We all have the same amount of time. And you know, I think learning from that too, there's a lot of lessons there of like how they're managing their days and how they fit all the things that, cause it's not just business that we're working on. It's like, you know, both us individually are working on relationships, right. With our ladies. And then we're working on our bodies and our health and our mental health or emotional health, right. Our friendships, our, you know, adventure, like our knowledge, like we only really talk about what we do in business wise. There's a whole nother part of our day that we're structured in getting all these other things done. Right. So I don't know, man, like that's the freaking journey that I'm trying to learn because, you know, for us to, to play at those levels and for us to create something great, we got to expand outside of what we know. And, and like, Mm -hmm and really study those people that are doing incredible things. And obviously, you know, the biggest takeaway that I got from this weekend talking to my friend about our business is like, is like, dude, don't, don't worry about investing in brand and investing in the the best technology and like all these shiny objects, invest in the best people you can find and create the best product possible. Right. And he's like, as that starts growing, then you can invest into the nice to haves like brand and, you know, shiny technology, unless it's part of your brand and unless it's part of your business model, you can invest in tech. But it's like, you don't like we get lost in all these things. He's like, invest in the best people. Right. Because that's that's where you get the biggest ROI. I'm like, well, shit. Okay, let's go. Like, we know that we need to do that. So let's just do that. And we'll figure out all the other moving parts. I would say, man, like when I, when I look at my people in my personal network, the most successful people, like I'm sure like what you were saying, like hiring the best people and things like that are really important, but I, I, I kind of look at their personalities and, and, and what I notice is like the most successful people I know are number one, they're very humble. They don't pretend to know things. They're curious yep. to find things out, but they, they're not, they're like very humble, you know, it's just interesting because you know, when I know people will have, you know, pretty, pretty sizable businesses. Right. And 
I look up to them and think, wow, these 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 people really know everything, right? But they're actually really humble and they say, no, we just, you know, you gotta you gotta have a, a curious mind and find out. And then number two is they're not afraid to let go of control in their business. Mm. Mm-hmm. That that's one thing that I've noticed over and over again. Like it was funny, I was actually having a conversation with somebody over the weekend. We were staying in an Airbnb for the Labor Day weekend, right? And I asked this person, like, "Hey, are you not? I notice you're very detached from the from the operations in your business. Like, have you always been like that?" And then he told me, "Like, yeah, because if I if I start doing too many things in my business, it turns into a mess because I'm not good at most things." Mm-hmm. Right. So I take myself out of everything because otherwise, you know, it's just going it, to, it's not going to run as well. And I thought that was really interesting. And I said, like, are you not afraid that things go wrong or like you're losing, you know, you're losing control? And he's like, he's like, no. And, you know, one of our Legends Mastermind members, Derek, my Nectar, which is an awesome company that we're, you know, we're working with quite a bit now. He also mentioned that he said, like, listen, like, you got to be, you got to be comfortable to let the small fires burn in your business. Mm-hmm. And only like, if you, if you can't let a small fire burn, then you're going to be too lost in like trying to put all, put out all the small fires and you never have time to really like grow your business. So those are the things that I notice. Yeah, man. I mean, those questions are so interesting to answer because, you know, I think it's a gumbo it's a mixing pot of ingredients that makes people of those levels like achieve greatness. And yeah, I mean, a hundred percent, you look at, you know, your two examples, look at Elon Musk, like, you know, being humble and saying like, he doesn't have all the answers. He's somebody on this planet that can walk around saying like, I know what I'm talking about and I know more than you. And he's always everything that he, he mentions, like when you look at his Twitter acquisition thing that he was doing, you know, he's like, this is how we, this is what we're going to, if we acquire Twitter, this is what we're going to do. And then he finished it up with, but I don't know, do you guys have a better plan? And he said this to an entire audience and everyone starts laughing and he was completely serious. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you look at what he did with Tesla. One of the first things that he did was release his patents to the world because he knew that if the world starts using his patents for Tesla, that they will find better solutions for the problems that are either coming up now or coming up in the future. Right. And he knew that this was going to push the technology forward. He didn't have to do that. Everyone called him crazy for doing that, but that's his way of being humble and finding like, Hey, we don't have all the answers. Let's have the world solve these problems so we can, we can, you know, speed that up. And then, you know, of course, giving up control is you're giving up control to people, right? So finding the best people that can lead that and not having to control them, that's part of that process, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, it's all easier said than done, but I mean, this goes to another thing that you communicated to the team last week is consistency, right? At the end of the day. And like we talked about the work ethic, that's what I'm talking about is like the incredible work ethic to believe so, so deep into the vision that every single day we're working on that process. And what I mean by this too, I used to think that that meant hard work. I have to be in one spot grinding as hard as I, as possible, fixing this thing, but it's, it's an all inclusive type of work ethic, meaning like the workouts that they do, the rest days that they do, the food that they choose to eat, the people they surround themselves with is all to spear is all to build up 
into that vision. It's all part of their vision. It's not that they're working nine to five and then they shut down and they go to the bar to have a couple of drinks and just BS about a sports team six days a week, right? Like that doesn't support their mission. What they do is they go, they shut down and they surround themselves with people that they can learn from or bring into their mission, right? It's like, So it's like, it's an entire holistic approach to that. And that, that's one thing I truly admire about people that, that play at those high levels and who I'm, you know, inspiring to be and bring into my life. So, yeah, yeah, it's funny, man. We're talking about buying two hotels and growing an educational company. It's like, we're not the first people doing this, right? It's the first time that we're doing it, but it's like, you know, millions of people have done this before us, which mm-hmm. is, which is awesome. We're just trying to create something unique to us that impacts our, you know, our our mission and purpose in our way. So, but yeah, man, it's been an exciting couple of days at least. One thing that I find really interesting too, is like when you look back, it, it always feels like it was actually pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Once you accomplish something, like if you, if you would have told me three years ago or two years ago, like, Oh, you know, we're, we're going to be buying hotels. I would have been like, how does that even work? You know, like how I, I wouldn't see myself doing that. Yeah. Right? When you, over the weekend, I was, talk, I was talking to my friends about this too. They were really interested in, in you know, in free wild and, and buying hotels and all of that. And they're like asking me these questions of like, well, how do you buy a hotel? You know? And, and I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Once you've done it, 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 it seems pretty simple, but it, it's, it's, it's not the, you know, it's the creating the vision is probably the hardest part. Right. Mm-hmm. Really trying to understand like what because we spent a lot of time on that. I feel like once we once we dialed in the vision and once we understood exactly what we wanted to do, it became it became really, really not easy, but it became became more simple. Yep. Not easy, but simple. Yep. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Dude, and I mean, I know the listeners hear us talking about this on every freaking episode, but this is exactly why we start Legends X in the, with the vision pillar, yeah. right? And and why I really, like in the early stages, I was really pushing for us to be like, all right, before we start teaching anybody how to scale and set systems, like we got to focus on what are we building at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And like our focus for free wild has changed so much, right? Going from buying raw land and buy, developing tiny homes to now acquiring boutique hotels that we can add tiny homes to, right? Which is really interesting to see that. But the only way to develop that is getting into it and moving and mm-hmm. making decisions. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is what I'm learning this week. I jumped on and I watched all the calls that our coaches did in the Legends X program. Um mm-hmm. and our students went through the vision module last week. And part of that is the whole what we call the host vision map which is essentially it's a living document where you you create the complete vision for your business, right? From the guest avatar to your partner avatar, to your core values, to your goals, your Northern star, like everything that you want to achieve with your business, you're writing it down in this, in this document that we created. And, you know, I'm always curious to see like what the biggest takeaways are from the students. Right. And that's something I really focused on in the last, in the last week or so. And I noticed that everybody who comes into our program, everybody knows that it's important. Everybody knows that it's important to have values and to understand what you stand for and to understand your customer, but they've never taken the time to actually sit down and and really focus on it. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, man. You know, like people, (laughs) 
they want to get out and just start taking action and, and getting results. Right. It's like, at the end of the day, we got bills to pay. We, you know, we have to, and we, a lot of entrepreneurs, they don't know the difference between, we get a lot of satisfaction in hard work and getting real tangible results that we can see right here and there. Right. The amount of time that you and I have spent in building the vision around free wild is incredible. Right. And we're not even near completing that thing. Right. It's like, we're still now we're going to be going through again, the host vision map to really dial in our new updated avatar and all this other stuff around free wild. And we're still making decisions on what actions do we take first? Where do we invest and the whole thing? So that's one of the most important things we can do. It's like really stopping and dialing in on that vision. You know, another thing I listened this weekend that really inspired me was a health podcast called American Glutton. He's an actor, Ethan, who was famous for being in the show Boy Meets World and a few other movies, American History X. Big actor, like big, big physically. <laughs> he was, I don't know, 500 plus pounds, right? His entire life and committed to losing a crazy amount of weight. And he lost like something like 300 and something pounds, right? And then he created this podcast and this whole identity around being a fit person. But what he was talking about this past weekend on his podcast was that he built this vision of who he wanted to be. And then he adapted the identity of that person. So even at 500 pounds, he saw himself as a 200 pound person and made every single decision day in and day out as if he was already there. Right. Mm -hmm. So he put the work into, and that's what I was taking notes on. I'm like, Holy crap. Like even at that level, this man is putting his focus into vision first and then matching his actions to his vision. Mm -hmm. Right. So that is one of the most important sides of setting the bar. There is taking action on vision. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, Well, I mean, one thing that I learned from Tony Robbins is he always talks about like envisioning the result you know, envisioning yes. already being where you want to be and really like feeling what it feels like to be there. Cause in the end of the day, that's our strongest motivator, you know, just putting that writing down, like, Oh, I want to be 200 pounds. Like that doesn't really, that doesn't really drive us. Right. But like closing your eyes and envisioning like what it is like to be that person being able to run and climb and do all these things that you can't do when you're that overweight, you know, I'm really like going through that experience I think that's a, that's really powerful. That's been really powerful for me because apparently your brain can't distinguish from reality yeah. and the vision that you create in your head. Yeah. So that's why it's yeah, the driver. Yeah. The unconscious mind is like, and that's something I learned a lot going into NLP training of neuro-linguistic programming of like the, the difference between the conscious mind and the, the unconscious mind. And that's exactly what we're talking about, man, is like, you know, for Ethan at 500 pounds to envision himself as at 200 pounds, like most people have a challenge losing 10 pounds, right? Losing 300 is a whole other conversation to have, right? Such a massive goal, but not only losing it, it's them maintaining it and retaining the effort that he put in, right? And the, the results that he put in. So yeah, it's that's the the work that we're doing. So as we're going through this vision pillar of Legends X, it's like, this is us forcing our students to like 
stop all the busy work. Let's get clear on what we're achieving, why we're achieving it. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? Right. Mm -hmm. And like, let's achieve, let's create it. So that's, what's pulling us and our actions every single day towards that. So we have to trick our brain as if we're already there. Right. And then we have to match our, our work ethic to that. We have to match the, the action steps. Right. And that's what I mean by, you know, we don't have a nine to five and after five where, you know, messing around, like, you know, our, our actions match our goals of what we're trying to achieve. So yeah. yeah anyway, man, we went on a rant here. Hopefully that was valuable for the people <laughs> listening. <laughs> I know I'm most surprised how quickly time flies by. We're already quite far into this. Yeah. Uh, but I want to announce the, the next class of legends X as well, which starts on October 17th. Yeah, man. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. Yeah. We're kicking off. Can you believe we're kicking off another class in six weeks? Crazy. Yes, I can. I can't believe it because we set the vision for that and now we're matching our actions to that vision. Yeah. I mean, you know, usually in the past we were doing it, what, every 90 days, right? Yeah. Plus, you know, 90 days plus essentially. But for this last class, we had so many people where, and this is a lesson that we learned is like the, this start date, of July, it's a really tough time for, you know, it's a busy season for a lot of people. So we had a, a lot of people that applied there like, Hey, if you had another class in a couple of months, we can get involved. Right. So that was a big motivator for us to look at our systems, talk to our coaches, talk to the fulfillment team and say, okay, can we fulfill and still get the results that we're looking for bringing in, you know, another class a month later. And we're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're set. We're set for this. It's time to go. Yeah. So we decided to open up today. Enrollment opens for Legends X. So October 17th, the class will kick off. And yeah, dude, I'm excited. We're gonna we have a lot of people interested in now, but I'm really curious to see who starts to apply for this next round. Yeah, we're giving out discount too. Yeah. For the early for the fast action takers. So the, st- the class uh, starts six weeks from now. We already had a few people join, but if you apply today, you can actually get a $500 off the price. So for the fast action takers, don't, if for the people who don't hesitate, but just take action and jump on the opportunity, just go to legends X of uh, strlegends.com slash X, and you can fill out your application. We'll jump on a call with you and talk about your business and see if it's a if it's a win-win it's a good fit and if that's the case then we'll offer up one of the first spots in class five so yeah exciting right. stuff man and yeah, um, man. yeah before we jump off here i also wanted to i want to share a quick couple of quick success stories from from our students as well because i've been very inspired in the last couple of weeks by our students the people that have come through legends x and are now in our rising stars mastermind which is our our masterminds that we have where we meet with our students, you know, three times, three times a month, we connect with them daily on a daily basis in Slack. And it's just, it's just been so cool to see how the students after their Legends X class, how they keep growing and just keep making, making progress. We had one person actually reached a hundred units. He came out of that awesome. Legends X last year and he, he had 25. Pretty right? awesome. Within a year, which blew my mind. Um, we had one student who was actually on our podcast a couple of weeks ago, uh, Lisa, who for the first time in five years was able to take 
a vacation without looking at her phone, without looking on her laptop. And, you know, her business is running an autopilot while she was disconnecting, enjoying free time in the mountains, which I thought was really amazing. And then lastly, also, you know, one thing that one thing that we always push in the in our programs within our own company is to always celebrate our wins. Right. And I, I, we, we sent out an email about this last week, actually, because one of our rising star students was was having was feeling like they were not she was wasn't making progress, you know. And so what did she do? She's like, OK, well, let's see if I can come up with some wins. And then she posted in, in the Rising Star Slack, she posted a list of 16 wins and, and not just like little things. It's like, you know, she raised a bunch of money to invest in her properties. She had a record revenue month. She got her direct booking website live. She got, she got most of her systems dialed in. She hired a virtual assistant and the list goes on and on. And she's just like, wow, I didn't realize I was making so much progress because she wasn't taking the time to really sit down and recognize it. So that's something I want to share a little inspiration for everybody who's listening right now. Really take the time to look back and see how much progress you've made because it's it's so easy for us to get lost in like where we want to be in the future and the goals that we want to hit. And we're so focused on like what's not going well that we completely miss the massive wins that are usually already showing up. That's right, man. Those are awesome, man. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Going from 25 to 100 in one year, which is freaking awesome. Now we're talking to him about joining Legends Mastermind and joining us in our Q1 event for the Legends Mastermind. Yeah. And then being able to like, most importantly, being able to get your time back, right? Like that's the number one thing that we try to do for our students in Legends X. It's like, yeah, let's scale. It's it, obviously you and I share big visions of what we're doing with our companies, but also the ability for you to disconnect and go to the mountains, you know, over the weekend and just like have that time to be able to do that. And the companies are running on our systems and with our people, right? Like that's the stuff that we're looking for. And it's freaking awesome. First in five years. And yeah, man, that list of 17 wins. That's freaking amazing. So I love it. It shows that it works. And I'm excited to create more success stories like that. That's right. That's right. And if you're listening to this and you want to be involved in Legends X, go to strlegends.com slash X. We'll give you a, a $500 discount if you apply by the end of this week. And we yep. look, yeah, we look forward to uh, working with the next class. That's right. So That's right. It was a lot of fun. Cool, man. All right, brother. Well, on to the next thing. This is a fun podcast. And oh, I guess one last thing too, if you guys can leave us a review, that always helps. So for the ones that do that, thank you so much. And Jasper, right. until next week. All right. Chat soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great weekend and we'll speak soon. Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to learn more about air hosting on Airbnb and building a short-term rental business, then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpad.com. And if you're just starting out on Airbnb, make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash get started. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening for a chance to win lifetime access to the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy, which is our starter course for anybody who wants to start hosting on Airbnb. 
So every month we select one reviewer at random and give that person access to the course. So thank you for listening. Check back every Monday for a new episode of The Host Show and every Friday for an episode of STR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast. Thank you and see you soon. Yeah.